Thank you for joining us again. This is Eric Sinrod with Dwayne Morris LLP bringing you our weekly Tech Law 10 as we've been doing for about 110 or 15 times. So I'm joined, like always, by my colleague Jonathan Armstrong, and Jonathan will introduce himself in a moment. Uh, Jonathan, I understand you've been thinking about security issues and how they can uh, ricochet all the way to the top of companies. What, what, what's on your mind right now, Jonathan? Yeah, I have, and thank you, Eric. So, uh, Jonathan Armstrong from uh, Cordry now over here in London, where it's about to have a torrential downpour. Um, yeah, what I was uh, very fortunate to have somebody invite me to speak at a conference in in Barcelona uh, just this uh, weekend gone. And by the way, I'm also available for uh, weddings and bar mitzvahs. Um, but um, we had, uh, I, I gave a speech, and we had an afternoon session where the topic was how do we get the CEO's attention about technology, cybersecurity type issues. And there was a brains trust of some of, um, you know, some of the world's largest uh, corporations there. And we thought about, uh, you know, a whole, um, you know, 10 PowerPoint slides worth of possible solutions about getting the message right for CEOs, et cetera, et cetera. But then um, I flew back from Spain to the news on uh, Sunday that the CEO of Target, uh, which I understand, Eric, is the third biggest retailer in the U.S., had uh, resigned or sacked, depending on who you believe, because of what was perceived as his inadequate response to a data breach. And he was replaced, as I understand it, by the CFO, who apparently people think coped a lot better and fronted out the crisis uh, in the media in a way that it was perceived his boss hadn't. And I just wondered if, you know, almost our half day's worth of effort inside in Barcelona when we could have been outside by the pool was slightly wasted. Isn't the answer that when heads roll, that's when people try and take things seriously. And when the board says to the CEO and chairman of an organization, you ought to know about data breach, isn't that the time that they get engaged? And, um, and I was just wondering if from a US perspective, that was a bit of a turning point in that somebody so senior in the organization had gone because of the way in which it was perceived he hadn't handled a tech issue. I think you raised a really important point, Jonathan. I, I hope you were able to have a little bit of time by the pool, notwithstanding <laughs> diligent, hardworking efforts. But you're right. I mean, we have an expression here in the States. I don't know if you have it there. We have the expression, you know, the buck stops here. And maybe you have yeah. the quiz. Maybe yours is the quid stops there. But, <laughs> but, but, but the point being, you know, ultimate responsibility really do, does go to the top of a company. And once the responsibility is placed there, there really can be forward movement. And you bring up the example about Target. That's an appropriate example. We've also had the situation here where, you know, not so much a security issue, but a communications issue where the owner of the basketball franchise named the Los Angeles Clippers made some comments to a woman. He thought he was making the comments in private. They were recorded as part of a telephone conversation. And in those 
uh, in that conversation or conversations, he uh, made derogatory comments, to say the least, with respect to African Americans. And it basically mm. went viral and public, and people were horrified. And, you know, at the NBA, that the head of the National Basketball Association levied a $2.5 million, million fine against this mm. individual and basically is forcing him now to sell his ownership interest in this basketball franchise. So these are two examples of when, mm. you know, when, when heads roll, as you say, the ultimate head rolls, then their, their attention is paid and perhaps there's forward movement. Uh, so um, am I responding, I hope, to the point you raised, Jonathan? No, absolutely. And I wonder if in terms of sound bites, the message is that um, technology has moved out of the bedroom and into the boardroom. You know, that, that the very top of an organization has to take these things seriously now. It's just not, you know, it's not some techie kid who's designing websites for the company that they need to worry about, but they need to worry about the, the way in which the, the board behaves and responds to crises as well. That's right. You can't just, you know, force the issues down to the chief information technology and privacy officers. It really is, you know, really, you know, as I've told people, you know, good security is good business, good privacy is good business. It's not some tertiary side issue because, for example, when privacy issues, when privacy interests get compromised, when security is breached, uh, it's a big deal. And I, I make, you know, we've been doing a lot of metaphors in this particular podcast, but mine is, you know, for example, when it comes to privacy uh, and security, uh, people don't really notice it. It's kind of like oxygen. You don't notice oxygen mm. until it's taken away. And when you can't breathe, all of a sudden it's a big problem. And when your identity, your personally identifiable information has been breached, when security has been compromised, all of a sudden it's a big deal. And heads of companies really need to be cognizant of this and, and, and their boards in, in mapping out strategies to do their very best to prevent you know, problems in these areas. You know, that's a, that's a good analogy. It's good to air your oxygen analogy, Eric. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Well, I think we've taken our 10 out of Tech Law 10 at this point, so now it's time to do our usual uh, closing. I'm Eric Sinrod at Dwayne Morris, LLP. You can find me at ejsinrod at DwayneMorris.com. That's my email address. As you know, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and the various social media outlets. I always leave it to Jonathan to bring it home because he does it so well. So, Jonathan, why don't you close us out? That's kind, no pressure. Um, Jonathan.Armstrong at CordryCompliance.com. As Eric says, you can check out our LinkedIn page on TechLaw10. We've actually had some really nice comments this week, uh, Eric, from, um, from uh, uh, junior qualified lawyers, some people wanting to get in the law with some interesting topics. We're really grateful to receive the, those uh, either over Twitter or LinkedIn or whatever. And um, all that remains is to thank you for listening. We look forward to speaking to you again next week. Okay. Bye now. Thank you.